0: Thank mm-hmm.
1: Good morning, Helena. The house is awake now. Light streaming into the windows from that outside world. And yet I am talking to you. I think that must be strange. Or at the very least, it is unusual. It certainly is unusual that I am speaking to you while Evelyn and Goose are awake, getting ready to face the day. I used to, with the man. I would narrate his every move and let you see with my words. Do you remember? Perhaps it was just to fill up the silence. I've been scared to try, but I don't know. Something about this scene of domesticity. It makes me want to share it with you. The sounds of mourning are my favorite, I think. Of all the sounds, that is. I still prefer the peace of before. Helena, I still wait for you, and waiting was easier when I was alone, save for your name in my mouth and my mind full of fog. I get my peace, some semblance of it, anyway, while the people in the house are sleeping, and the outside is dark as ink, like a squid has covered the windows in black, and the only place... In the whole world is the house, but I am talking about the morning. Evelyn always drifts downstairs first, like she is up now, and takes a mug out of the cabinet next to the refrigerator hazily, as if she's still sleeping. The quality of movement feels familiar, somehow. This mug, always the same mug, is big larger than the one that Goose uses when they finally stumble down the stairs. And she holds it gently, cradles it, as one would a small and helpless bird that has fallen from a great height. Sometimes I think that mug must contain some great secret. Maybe it's cursed. Or it holds the key to some grand secret chamber in the house. Though surely if this house had secrets, I would know wouldn't I? I've been here so long. Or at least I think I have. Helena, how long? Hmm. She and Goose have a whole collection of mugs. Some colorful, some plain, some large and squat, some towering over their companions in a thin tower. Goose is in the next room. They fell asleep on the couch before Evelyn went to bed. The sounds of that Strange music blasted from the little devices they wear in their ears all through the night, and I heard it all. I watched them for some time, but they never stirred. It was strange seeing them asleep alone without. Oh, god, god damn uh, it! Oh. She dropped shit, it. Shit, 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 shit. Evelyn shit. is frozen. Just. Staring at the little shards of porcelain that used to be her favorite mug. Her every muscle is taut. Even from a distance, she looks ready to attack. Oh, she looks so like the man. On edge. Helena, I... I think Goose heard. There. What happened? Shit, 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 shit.
2: Ev, hey, look at me. What happened?
1: That was Mom's mug. Helena, I think she's crying.
2: Hey, you're okay? Evelyn, it's okay.
1: No, no, it's not. That was a gift, and now she's never mentioned her mother before. Goose looks like they want to help. They're taking a step towards her slowly, like one might approach a wild animal.
0: Get away from me.
2: Okay, stepping away now. Evelyn, do you want me to-
0: I've got it. I can- I can clean it up. Can you just please give me some space?
2: Right. You know where to find me.
1: Shit. (laughs) Helena, can you see this? Maybe you can only hear it. I wish- What about this? I'll tell you what I see, so that- You will know the goings-on of this house when you come to take me away. I wonder if it would help, knowing that Evelyn is trying to clean up the broken pieces of the mug with her hands, even though she knows the broom is only a few feet away. I know that she knows the broom is there. She only just used it some time ago, cleaning the kitchen floor where now she crouches. "'I watched her as she swept up all the dust, "'all the pieces of him that remained on the hard floor. "'Goose had let her, "'even though they went through and swept again when she next left. "'She did miss a lot of it, though. "'Streaks on the floor and places where Goose would "'oh so carefully step around and sigh to themselves, "'just enough that only I could see. "'She must be distracted.' Her mother? Hmm. Oh, now she's getting up. The pieces are in a little pile, clustered together on the floor. I wonder... Evelyn is using the broom now, sweeping up the little pile. From where I stand, far away like this, it looks almost like sand. A tower of sand. Sharp and broken and dangerous. It needs to be cleaned up and put away. Placed in the trash where it will be carried off and out of the house. Out of sight, out of mind. Helena, I'm stepping closer to Evelyn now. I've never been closer than this for fear of something. Like if I get too close, she'll hear me. See me, take me away where you could never find me, no. "'I'll only go away if you take me, my glowing girl. "'I do not trust these strangers to the house, "'even if they clean and let the sun in "'and make it feel so alive. "'I do not trust these strangers, "'and I certainly do not trust Evelyn "'and her bowstring body. "'But for you and for my own curiosity, I will be brave. There are tears running down her face. They're flowing, like the way that the water pours from the faucet in the sink. Not drop by drop, but like a waterfall. Like one single unit pouring endlessly downward. But she's so silent. Is she ashamed? After all, Helena, she was very rude to Goose. They were only trying to help her. It would be nice to be helped, I think. It must be. So why did she push them away? Now she's bringing the pieces to the trash can next to the counter. She's frozen again. I can see her chest... Moving as she breathes, rising and falling and rising and falling, in that motion I can never quite get right. But she is frozen. Her hand is clutching the dustbin so tight I can see it shaking. Her arm extended, jutting out from her shoulder, and it seems such a simple motion to just tip the bin over. Let the jagged little pieces and the dust that came along fall into the trash to be carted away forever. I do not understand her.
0: i okay.
1: The house has been quiet since Evelyn's outburst. Goose, it seems, is avoiding her. I suppose I can't blame them. Evelyn, though, she didn't leave the house today, instead hiding away upstairs. I do not know what she is doing up there, Helena, but I can imagine it. Perhaps she's sleeping. Perhaps she's crying, begging the universe to return her prized possession, a gift from a mother that seems to haunt her. Perhaps she's simply sitting, staring blankly at a wall the way the man used to when his drink wasn't enough to stop the thoughts racing in his mind. Helena, I find myself craving, hungry. I see her pain written in every line of her face, in the way those tears flowed from her eyes, in the way she hesitated before placing the remains of her mother's gift in the trash, and I want to know why. There is nothing in this whole house about which I care. You are all that I want, and you are not even here. But... Evelyn, if this house were to be destroyed, I would not weep as she did over such a trivial object. What has upset her so? What cuts deeper than broken porcelain in her skin, her heart, that makes her push away her friend? These people are distant from me, an entirely foreign existence that I could never have or understand, but I think that I want to... If only I could... No. No, it's not for me. It's not for me. I must not touch. I must not exist. I must not... Hey.
2: Hey. You okay?
1: She won't look at them. They do not touch where she has sat down next to them.
2: Ev, are you going to talk to me about this?
1: That was
0: the last thing she gave me. That mug. It was- it was a birthday present last year. It wasn't really hers.
2: It was though. To you. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Thanks.
2: Well, you know if you need anything-
0: Goose, it's been months. I know. I thought we were moving on. Sorry? Moving on? We came here for a new start, to get out of Jersey, to get me to stop moping, to actually, I don't know, start careers and lives, and I can't do that
1: with you breathing down my neck. She is so ungrateful, Helena. What happened happened? It's in the past. I can't
0: bring her back. I can't undo what's happened. I can't put that damn mug back together, so why am I so... I can fix this house. I can use what he left me for something I don't know worthwhile. No matter how often I lie awake for hours and hours certain that this is it, this is the night I get it, this is the night he comes back. Your uncle? Duncan Blair. God knows he was enough of a ghost when he was alive.
1: Duncan Blair.
2: You think he's haunting the place?
0: Wouldn't surprise me.
1: Duncan, Helena, I don't like this. What? You don't?
2: No, I I know ghosts too, Ev. Not all of them are like him. And the ones that are, in my experience, usually would have made themselves known by now.
0: Because you're such an expert.
2: Yes, actually. Or did you forget Jake? Uh,
0: <laughs> Jake was plaguing you, Goose, and that was what? Six years ago, and have you, in all that time, ever found another friendly ghost? I don't know the first thing about my uncle, other than he was a freaky shuttin' who probably killed his daughter back before I was even born. And it's not like I ever met the guy, so no. I wouldn't be surprised if he's still here, and if he tries to get me like he got her, don't say I didn't warn you.
2: Don't talk like that.
0: What? Realistically?
2: Ev, please, don't. Sure, the house is creepy as hell, and we've got a long way to go before we're really settled. But it's not evil. It's not. And I don't want to lose you. And I know you don't want to die.
0: I don't. I don't. But you can't know that he's not here.
2: Well, what do you want to do about it? You wanted to come here. You said it would be a good start. You said it was time to move on. Evelyn, this isn't moving on.
0: You wanna watch a movie?
2: Sure. Yeah.
1: Duncan Blair. Duncan Blair. Such a simple name. Not strange like Goose, not godly like Helena, just Duncan Blair. Oh, Helena, why does that name scare me? It feels strange in my mouth. It doesn't fit. It doesn't belong. Duncan Blair. Evelyn and Goose are upstairs now. The windows are once again covered in squid-ink darkness, my peace once again restored until the light flows through again. But I am not at peace. That name. That name. That name! They haven't fought like that before. There is little towards which I understand my feelings, but I know that bearing witness to this has distressed me. The conflict is under their words now. In the tension in their shoulders and the canyon-wide distance between them as they sat in silence before venturing upstairs. But nothing was resolved. They just got tired of trying to fix it. Helena, please. Come soon. Weaver is written and produced by Newton Sweeney. This episode featured Newton Sweeney as Lorna, rhododendron sykes as evelyn and michael martin as goose our script editor is veda wheeler our production consultant sound designer and sound engineer is newton shottlecotti our theme is composed and performed by raya ming our cover art is by james smith to find cast and crew bios links to our social media episode transcripts and more check out our website at weaverpod.carrd.co for more information thanks for listening